Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Zach. And I'm Austin. And, and this, this is The Human Vibe. L is for the way you look at me. O is... What are the words? Only one <laughs> I see. <laughs> Yours. Yes, it's very, very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. What's up? Oh my Hi. Oh my goodness. It has been a while since we've posted a podcast episode. So hello, everyone. We hope you are doing well. We're sorry. <laughs> but we love you. We love you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we kind of dive into the reason why it's been, you know, a few weeks that we've put a podcast episode out, uh, we just want to, for any first time listeners... I'm Zach. I'm Austin. Last year, we made the decision to leave the United States. Our lease was up, so we left Indianapolis, and we started on a journey, which brought us to a different country every three months. We lived in Ireland. We lived in Italy. We lived in Croatia, and now we're more permanently located in Germany. Yes. So it has been- We are here. That's what this podcast is about. So if you haven't listened to previous episodes, go back and you can hear some of our journey. And today's episode will make a lot more sense. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so if you've been following us. Uh, Thanks. Thank you. I, I say that with such seriously. gratitude. Absolutely. Such gratitude. And I'm speaking so much <laughs> l- just love and hugs and good energy your way. Absolutely. Yes. Good vibes everywhere. But. Um, yeah, today is going to be a little bit of a conversation about what's been going on the past three weeks because y'all... Has it been three weeks? It's been since May 18th. I and think today is the what, like 13th yeah, of so June? it's been a couple weeks. It has been a while. So a lot has been going on in our lives. So just kind of like picking up a little bit where we left off. Austin got a job in Germany and it's like an English only job. I have been going through the job interview process and, um, you know, we've kind of just been doing those everyday items, situating ourselves, you know, getting our apartment set up, all of those things, you know what I mean? And we actually didn't even have a fridge, you know, for the first, what was it? It was like over a month. We did not have a fridge for a month. So this we've just been going through the immigration process, y'all. Yeah, it's as... been, it's been just wild, just like a learning process, but I think in a strange way, because we finally found a long-term home, you know, after you're going every three months knowing you're going to... Yeah, we never truly felt settled in the United States, in Indianapolis. It was always, you know, for five years almost saying, oh, we want to do this. We want to do this. We want to do this. Never truly feeling settled, grounded in where we were. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, it is because both of us knew we wanted to do something like this like move abroad girl we wanted to move to europe that's the real absolutely so we were scared of making big long-term investments oh my god like buying a house or getting so many things that it was going to be impossible to get rid of you know what i mean so yeah we i think we really have never felt that and when we moved here and i think especially you know after that first month and after you know we got our fridge (laughs) and after austin started his new job you know, and I started beginning like the the job interviews and everything. It just everything kind of came together, and suddenly it, it hit both of us. We were like, "Whoa!" It's it's startling, to, startling. It's starting to settle the dust. We've been now living here for what two and a half months, really starting to get our flow and our 
We've got our uh, local grocery store. We've got our little hardware store we go to. Austin's German friends. is amazing, y'all. She it's getting better, so okay? It's gotten so good. We have friends here Danke. that we we go out with, and it, life is really it. It, it happened. We're truly. So quickly, but yeah, I had a French teacher in high school, Madame Achenbach, who said this and it just always impacted me it's bloom where you're planted and i finally feel planted here and we have been blooming in so many different ways which is really what today's episode is 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 a focus well it's i guess what it is is today we're blooming but this was a process yeah and we're we're always growing you never stop growing oh never but it just feels like something has shifted in our lives and you know i mean we have gone through a lot this year. This year has been very transformative. And, you know, you all have listened to some of the stories from getting mugged and robbed and, but also experienced incredibly beautiful things standing in the art museum in Vienna and just crying L- in front of the a, kiss. Losing a folder. Losing the folder in Paris. All of our documents. <laughs> Literally, I, actually, I'm not going to say what I was going to say because. I don't know if someone from French border security is listening, but there was a story. <laughs> go back a couple episodes go, to get, go back to get that. But it's been a lot. And we joke about it and we make these like, you know, little jokes, but it's also been very hard and it's been very serious. And I think people have really reached out to us and asked, you know, what's been going on? You know, how has this changed mm-hmm. you? You know, more and more people, I think on a personal level, have been contacting us, even family members, about how did you do this? How did you, and also how has this changed you? Yeah, you know what we I mean? kind of went silent there for a little bit because there was a lot of, focus in in ourselves and us in our relationship in in us staying here and us immigrating it brought out so many just like emotions truly yeah i i think that it all starts though with um so going back to when we lived in indy what austin said is so true for the longest time you know we lived all around indianapolis and we would say you know but we can't do that because what if, what if we do get to move to Europe? Mm-hmm. And we always just said, what if, what if, what if, or when that happens or when that happens or one day. And, you know, and we made the decision and, and it wasn't to like move somewhere permanent. It was just, why don't we just go and live somewhere for three months and then figure out where do we go after this? Yeah. And yeah. I think it was a major investment in our happiness because it, it, the moment we entered into Ireland, it was like immediately we just started kind of detoxing from stress, from a lot of the trauma that we had experienced back in the U.S. and a lot of the associations, I think. It's hard. You know, when you live in a place and you have painful memories from that place and you see these reminders every day, it's, it, it is tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough. And so that's kind of weird. How do you work through that? Exactly. And I think we relocated to you know, places that we really wanted, where we really wanted to be. And and we got to see beautiful things. And we're so grateful for the opportunity to have been able to do that. But I think like along the way, something really important that happened for both of us. And I, mm. obviously I, I want you to like talk about your perspective in this, but for me, I began to wake up each day. And even if I was feeling anxious, even if I was feeling, you know, just off, I was so grateful. I had gratitude. I was. Just, I would just say, I'm so thankful to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I just started saying that almost every day. I would say, I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be here, and that gratitude. It just started this journey for me personally. And I don't want to. Before we like continue on, I want to like know a little bit like about 
you like what you've been feeling uh, like as an overall oh i mean yeah building off of that i was a big the energy you put out you receive and you know going back to the what ifs what ifs we we can only move to europe when this happens we can only move when austin learns german or we find a job or you know these these essential lies we were telling barriers ourselves. it was barriers. Yeah, yeah, these it was walls barriers. that we were just yeah. putting up within ourselves and yeah. we moved here and you were even telling me earlier that you saw this confidence in me but it was a different sort of confidence it was like this inner uh, uh how would you describe it like an inner yeah i i think that what happens is like so austin is an incredibly confident human being but i think that there can be such a thing where somebody puts all of their confidence in one basket uh, yeah. and what happens so is they deplete the other baskets. And so for you, you were so confident in what you did well mm-hmm. and you, you like stuck with that. You were like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do this. And sometimes I think it kept you from really trying new things or excelling in other areas or being confident in other areas. And I, I did the exact same thing. I think most yeah, humans to, do. To, and so I started to look within it and kind of yeah. question those things and, there was so much. Well, we should we should be like more specific about what that is. I think it's like with you, you know, we would be in environments where the topic was something you knew about. And sometimes you would feel a little bit like, you know, self-conscious or whatever. And when we were in Ireland, I just saw Austin, like we would meet new people and whatnot. He just became this person who came alive with like curiosity. That's what I would say. You came alive with curiosity. You suddenly started asking about where people came from and you were remembering it. You were connecting the dots. Mm -hmm. You were asking about local culture. It was like a part of you that I was like, wow. Oh, it it takes me back to people who met me in my first year at college i was very like that to everyone where are you from oh tell me about it give me these details i'm just so curious to know you're so right yeah, it's, now a curio- think, it's a curiosity now for it. life that i think a lot of people but especially people in our generation i feel like a lot of us we ended up going to college many of us or we ended up traveling the world or we ended up traveling in general because we were curious about life and curious about things And I feel like in a lot of ways, like so many of us have become so bogged down, like whether it's a job that's really stressful or societal standards that make absolutely no sense, or if it's just society and it's chaos, you know, we all get to a point where we just feel stressed. And when you're stressed, you're not curious anymore. You're not curious to learn other things. You're not curious about other people. You're not given that that space. It's easy to fall into. I I was, and that's so funny because it's like, I saw Austin come alive and it triggered something in me y'all. Like at first... I was like, you know, still struggling with a lot of that stress and a lot of that trauma, but I just watched you come alive. And I just remember I was like, now, I, yeah, I want to go try this out. I want to go to this park. I want to go to this place. I want to try this new food. Let's, I just felt curious again. A zest. Yeah. yeah. A zest, a for, zest life. for life. Stay yes. zesty. But serious, like we, those, you know, when we started in Ireland, we were still just shedding all of what had just stuck to us, what we yeah. put each other through what we had uh, had happened to us just those traumas and so those first three months definitely just uh, igniting that curiosity again yeah and I also want to say that this is not like us you know bashing where we came from in the sense of like geography or anything because you know 
No, everything not, that this, not at all. That, where this podcast it's, comes from is comes from a place of oh, love. Oh, absolutely. And I think for us, what we mean when we say all of these things, like we needed to physically leave, was because we did spend a lot of time in one place, and we attached a lot of traumatic memories to a lot of places. We were a sharpie in you a know? crayon box, and we, <laughs> we need to go hang out with the other sharpies. Yeah, and it wasn't seriousness. Culture can clash. Like that's the other thing. Every place has a local culture. I know so many people who love living in Colorado, or lo- I just said it. I literally just said this to you i was like there are people who love living in alaska <laughs> i don't think that that's really yeah, that's my not vibe. Your tea. <laughs> but here in europe here in germany yeah but i love it yeah it, it's so true we I, can plant we can truly plant ourselves and we've allowed ourselves to yes to and it, here so here's one thing so if you're listening to this like this is the truth like if you sat back and you asked yourself yeah you know what if I could choose, truly, truly choose without any like difficulties or whatever, if I could choose somewhere in the world where I could move and if I lived there, I would just feel a sense of happiness and joy, where would that be? And mm. many of you might be living in your place. That's amazing for you. Move like, that where? bus. Come on. Yeah. Move that's... that bus. <laughs> but no, that's this is a very legitimate question because I think that's what like everything that we're talking about today goes back to where did that sense of gratitude come from? And so for us, when we moved here, for me, it would be like I woke up every day and immediately I felt grateful. And the, I think that the the upside of that is obviously it's amazing. The downside was, and this is something that has taken me this whole year to process, is that I experienced a lot of trauma. Like as a child, many of us did. Everybody, every human, like somebody actually brought this up the other day. They're like the first like thing that happens to you as a human being is extremely traumatic. You are ripped from your mother and it's traumatic. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because it's like we have a lot of trauma and then we block it out. And because we moved to Europe, I suddenly started feeling safe. I suddenly, you know, I could live without a car. I could, there were just things I felt safe. Even when that horrible thing happened in Italy, I still felt safe. It's so strange. But I think for me, my brain, like I told Austin, I was like, Austin, I'm like, I think my brain is bringing back memories to me that are like really traumatic that I blocked out, Mm -hmm. like things from childhood, things from young adulthood. Um, And it's just interesting because at the same time, you know, you and I have both been having these conversations about things that happened in the past that were like, wow, I, I kind of forgot about that. Exactly. But the pain was still there because when you thought about it, you felt the pain again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You realized it's still, it's, yeah, it's still a oh, part yeah. of you, of course. Yeah, it's, and it's true. And I think over this past year, you know, some of those traumas were coming back to me and I was making very poor decisions. May have, you know, used alcohol or whatever as this way of like coping through that pain. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it's like I worked through it and I'm so lucky for my support system. And by the way, therapy is amazing. I'm always going to encourage every human being to go get therapy. <laughs> Do it. Um, but just going through the process of being able to like sort through those traumas. Like I think just being here in Europe and having this curiosity come back to me. It was. It sounds strange, but it was like <laughs> that little boy when I was younger I lived in a farmhouse in Indiana and you know I was in this large family and we were poor and I would watch Rick Steves with my brother Jake Mm. and I would watch Rick Steves and I was I would always just look at the TV and I would watch him go to Germany and Austria and you know 
Britain and all these places. And I would always just be like, we're going to go there one day. Like, I want to do that. I want to go there one day. I want to do that. And because we did it, we were in Ireland. It reminded me of all those times in school when I was little, when I would say, I want to go to Ireland because I watched Rick Steves and I saw him do it. And it was amazing. And I just remember it's almost like these, these childlike things started coming back to me. And because the good memories were coming, the bad memories were coming too. Yeah. And I don't know, it is something happened. And I guess like along the, the way, each place, Ireland, Italy, Croatia, in a strange way, it's like each place had a different impact on me personally. Oh, absolutely. You, would you say the same thing for you? Oh yeah. Three months in each of those countries affected us in profoundly deep ways. Some things we experienced together and some things we did apart from one another. But I think what was important is that we allowed it to happen and we just kept going and kept loving and kept trusting it, it, that gratitude every yeah. single day or every single night when we went to bed, it was like, just thank you. Thank you that we're doing this. We continue just to say thank you so much. And just thank you for the people who love us and for, for f- friends and just family and for this life. Yeah. This life. Yeah, it is. It's strange. It's like, I don't know. It, it's, it's an interesting thing because uh, throughout this entire journey, um, and I actually mentioned it to a couple of our friends, like shout out to Jack and Derek, but I said it to them about... Oh, and shout out to their podcast. I hate I hate to like sideways <laughs> plug. We gonna plug their podcast. <laughs> okay. Spilling the tea on leadership. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mentioned to them. I, I said, you know, when we left the US, people kept telling us, yeah, you know what? You have issues. If you go to another part of the world or whatever, like you're still gonna have the same issues. And, and they were like, is that true? And I thought about it and I was like, no, that's not true at all. Because here's the thing. It's like you think of a human being and you say, you know, where do you really want to go? And they always talk about this place. Some people it's like, I don't know, on a beach somewhere, whatever. Mm-hmm. Some people it's where the mountains are. And you always talk to them. And when they talk about that place, they light up. And yeah. then they tell you the next time they're going to go there and they keep going back and they keep going back and they keep going back. Oh. But because unfortunately, like society just doesn't allow us always to have what will make us the most happy, you know, as long as it's not hurting other people, like because it's difficult. It's like we we make excuses and say, no, you know, no, no, I'm not going to do it. And, you know, I need to be happy where I am. I believe in like you should find happiness where you are. But I also believe that you should, like we always say, chase your happiness Mm -hmm. because you live one life. You live one life, you know, and the truth is, is that where maybe you weren't meant to die where you were born. Maybe you weren't. Yeah. uh, I mean, you know, we're 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 Americans. We're examples of that. They're like we literally are from all and from the core of who we are as creatures, always constantly moving, spread and we move. And it's important, actually, because it's important that we learn from one another and we gain insight uh, from other cultures. And we don't just stay stagnant in one area of the world our entire lives. Like, that's just my personal yeah, opinion. I don't want to, like, preach or anything. But yeah, no. that's just from our experience in this. Like, doing this, it really has kind of brought up a lot of these feelings and a lot of these these memories. So throughout this process, though, of, like, going through trauma and just re-experiencing it i think that austin and i you know we we have gained like 
an incredible sense of communication between the two of us. And I don't say that to like brag in a, in any sort of like a, you know, a bad way. It's just the truth. Like we've had to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's, it's like baffling to think what a year has brought us in in our relationship. Yeah. Y'all like if I had to describe even when we first moved to Europe, like if we ever gotten like some sort of an argument or fight, what that was like versus now it's like night and day night and day night and day we i have we have so much more i would say trust empathy patience patience (laughs) uh understanding communication Oh, oh yeah you have to have patience i mean we we rely on one another to get to another country to get all of our belongings to get our dog to another country Austin relies on me to be able to translate things into German now, like a lot of important things sometimes. It's like we rely on each other. We rely on each other emotionally as well. And I think just going through this stuff and I, you know, learning about you, like I am, I have now learned so much about you, your traumas, what you've gone mm-hmm. through, you know, as a child, as an adult that it has helped me to empathize with you in such a way that it's like now when you're angry at me, I'm almost like able to see where that pain came from. Like if I say something to you and I know it's a trigger immediately, I'm like, wait, I'm really sorry for saying that. That was wrong. That was not okay. Yeah. You know, and I'm able to say, you know what? I know that Austin's very self-conscious about this particular thing. And I, you know, I poked at a thorn in his side. And I think that learning to be kind to one another throughout this process has been something that, it's just fundamentally changed us, I think. Yeah. You know? I think we've really, through this whole process, have come to this point of what, like, true forgiveness is. Forgiveness, forgiving yourself, forgiving each other. Yeah. Which I think just stems from respect and stems from the ultimate uh, source of happiness, well, which is yeah, and I think, And I think that empathy can, or that forgiveness, rather, can only come from empathy. Because... This is what I was raised to believe. And you know what? I'm, I'm just curious to see what other people think as well and what you think. But I was raised to believe that it sounds weird, but it's like you forgive somebody and they're like, well, that's for you. You do it because you don't want to be a bitter person. So you say, I forgive you like or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And it's not. And I'm like, real. that's not true forgiveness. And sometimes you forgive and you're like, well, I'm not actually I, I you know, I don't want to give them my forgiveness, but I'm going to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like. I think what I've learned is when you look at somebody and they do something really horrible to you and you go, wow, you're a hurting person. Like I think of a lot of the people in my life who've hurt me like really deeply. And when I really look at them, I'm like, wow, they're hurt too. Yeah. You know? And I think that was like another thing that, you know, through this process, it's like when you get to meet so many people from around the world, you kind of realize we really are all so similar, no matter Mm -hmm. where you come from. No matter where you come from in the world, Africa, Italy, Croatia, Ireland, anywhere, anywhere, any of the people that we've met along the way. Everything from murder, selfishness, theft, greed, dishonesty, like these things perpetuate the entire world, all of humanity. And it's like, when you really think about that, it's like, well, if, if we all exhibit the same bad things, then we all exhibit the same good things. Right. And so it kind of causes you to be like, wow, what made that person so hurt? What made them so angry? What made them, you know, feel so angry and so bitter and so spiteful that they would do something so horrible to another Mm -hmm. human, you know, and that's where empathy comes in. And then you have to say, well, I have to forgive you because 
I get you. I understand. It's hard to understand some things because they're so heinous, and that's so true. But I think with enough empathy, we can at least see the humanity in every human. Do you know? Mm, yeah, absolutely. When when you can see it within yourself and, yeah. and with the people you are most closest with, you, yeah. you can start to then take that internally and experience the world externally and be like, wow. Wow, you know yes. I choose every day. And sometimes I do this when I walk past people. I'm just like, I just speak love into your life. I just hope that you have an amazing day. Because we we are all that's all what we want everyone we wants that exactly everyone wants yeah. to be beautiful to feel yeah. beautiful to absolutely. feel loved yeah absolutely it's true yeah and that's like another phrase that came out of all of this i was i showed austin this recording that i made the other day but it was like yeah be beautiful it's just like be be you because i don't know where we live like the neighborhood we live in in monheim we've already talked a little bit about this but it's called little turkey but it's What's so up? it is so diverse it is amazing. There are people here from all over the world and we get to experience just this rich blending of people and culture from all these different places. And I actually said this to Austin the other day. I was like, I just feel this sense of gratitude because I feel like in a lot of ways, a lot like we all, you know, worked really hard to get here. We all chose to be here. I think that's one of the reasons why I think the immigrant spirit is so powerful mm. is that you didn't you weren't just born somewhere and therefore you're proud of where you were born, which, okay, you know, you, you can absolutely be that. But when you choose to live somewhere and you're like, I'm part of this community, it almost feels like you become so invested. Yeah. You know, and people do this even within the United States. Like I knew people who moved to Indy when we were living there who were from other parts and they said, I love living in Indy. And it was beautiful to watch them bloom and, for and to them watch to them grow. invest in, in their space and their community. Exactly. That's important. That's yeah. their love and that's what they're giving. Absolutely. And I, yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to Lacey. I was definitely thinking of you when I, when oh, I said all of that. Lacey girl. Bloom and blossom. But for real, I think that that's what, that's just such a beautiful thing to have, to be able to say, you know what? I choose to be here and I choose to be part of this community. And when you become like that, I think you also become so invested in it that when bad things happen, you feel like I need to like stand together with the people in the community and we need to do something about this, you know? We've seen that in Ireland. We saw that in Italy. We've seen that in Croatia. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful to see people be good neighbors with one another, to feel safe with one another, to learn from one another, to have relationships with one another. It's really beautiful. Like I think, you know, so it is wild that, you know, while both you and I were, you know, dealing with some personal demons because they had to come out. Yeah. You know, exactly. At, we were also seeing all of this beauty around us and that helped. I think in many ways it helped us. We were, yeah, you know? we were like expelling the demons, but we were just like absorbing so much love and so much gratitude and so much of of everything we had dreamed and asked for and happiness, true happiness, peace. Yeah, and we were just a, absorbing just a sense that and we were allowing yeah. ourselves to like refuel with that through through the year even when horrible again even when horrible things happened to us happened to you yeah we were able to pause reflect on it and choose to love ourselves and each other through it yeah and yeah, now we, we yeah, are here absolutely. we are here and we're literally just like these you kind of mentioned it earlier, this like feeling like a child, like just be bopping and bouncing and sometimes we'll fall and scrape our knee, but we'll get back up and keep going. And yeah. that's kind of the resilience of 
little babies and humans and before we have to teach them the constructs of society that we and those who came before us have created yeah yeah we tell people that their excuses you know to be mean or to be cruel there are no excuses to be mean or to be cruel yeah and it's and and i think it was like such a powerful healing process for both of us because in a weird way it was like we started looking at our parents and we were like wow like they were also really hurt Mm -hmm. you know we all know the stories like we all have these like family secrets and these like you know, oh well, we, everyone we, does. We don't talk about so and so, and it's like, y'all, Bruno, you're you're not no, talking no. about you not talking about it is what's making sure that the pattern repeats itself. Oh, exactly. You know, everybody's hurt by someone in the family, and all those people, you know, are now more possible. It's more possible for them to hurt somebody else. And, and it's instead like of it yeah, and going. instead of talking about it and having true forgiveness, it's it's that I forgive you. But like, <laughs> do you though? Yeah, do you? And and to really forgive, you have to empathize and you have to actually see the person and say, oh my goodness, I can see you did this out of, you know, selfishness, which was rooted in the fact that you were, somebody was selfish toward you and hurt you, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, I mean, we, we were going, you know, kind of questioning all of that. And I think um, one of the things that I said the other day that really sparked this conversation that we're having right now was... Because I kept looking back at my childhood self, I kept wondering what I would have been like had I been my own parent. Like mm-hmm. if, if I could look at my child self and I was like, how would I treat me as a child? Wow. And it's like, and wow. I think it's think like, about that. yeah, you, then you th- think back at all of the times in your life where maybe somebody made you feel unloved or hurt or rejected or cast out or whatever. And usually it's a parent <laughs> or somebody that's like, you know what I mean? In it's usually life. a parent or an aunt and uncle or somebody in your family. A lot of the times it is. Yeah. And you're like, well, what if I would have been there? If, if, you know, 13, 14 year old Zach came out to me and said, you know, I think I'm gay. I think I like guys and I, I'm just not into that type of relationship with girls. I would have been like, okay, <laughs> all right all right okay. do you need me to be your wingman no <laughs> let's talk about it yeah you know if if my younger self said i want to go and i want to learn to dance you know ballet or or i want to do whatever if it, i don't care what it was play football do track and field you know be an artist whatever it was i really want to do learn this language i would have been like yes let's do it yes so, then, so encouraging and so then you wonder then what would i be like now if i had have had somebody in my life like that. And suddenly it's like changes your perspective because suddenly you like don't really understand, you know, why people hurt each other. Then you're like, wait, we could totally be different. Like we could be kind to each other and we could, you know what I mean? And suddenly I was like, I should be kind to myself. That was like the powerful like revelation where I was like, whoa, most of us, many of us, the truth is, is that we just keep hurting ourselves because Mm -hmm. You know, and that, and in that immense pain, we hurt others. Yeah. You know, I mean, together we flow divided, we fall and push each, push each other under. Yeah. It's that void. And it's so strange because we, we like watch RuPaul all the time. It's like Austin, Austin introduced me. Okay. If you're listening (laughs) and need a trivia partner for anything RuPaul, I'm talking all the international seasons. I'm talking untucked drag you. I am talking. He's seen literally every episode. uh, Mom, I can quote, sorry to get on this little tangent, but just trust. 
trust the duchess we so we love it we love the show and it's funny because like literally for all these years rupaul's talking about the you know the inner saboteur and all of that and we listen to it we're like oh yeah you know the person who it's that voice you know it's that voice that says i'm not good enough or whatever and they're like you have to just shut it up and tell it to be quiet and for me i think i came to a point where i was like well why is that voice even there yeah. <laughs> Why don't you remove the voice altogether? Like, don't even say, well, I'm just going to like, re- like not listen to the voice. Why is the voice? I'm going to approach it and I'm going to ask what, what you doing? Why would that thought you ain't be- paying rent? Why would that thought even be in my mind? I came to that point. Yeah. Why would this evil thought like, oh, you should kill yourself or, oh, you should self harm. Why would that thought even come into mm. my mind? something or someone at some point planted that. And it's like, I thought about it and I thought about, and it sounds weird to have all of these revelations while living abroad, but that's a pretty like, I mean, that's a pretty radical decision to do to like, you know, live different countries around the world for a year. But it was something that triggered this like healing process. And I suddenly came to a point where I pinpointed each of what I've struggled with my weight. I'm going to be really honest with all of you. I've struggled with my weight. You know, in my life, I've always had such bad confidence issues. Yeah. I've always felt like I wasn't like good looking enough or good enough. And people would say, Zach, you're a really handsome guy. Why would you think that? And I'm like, I don't know. Some, <laughs> this voice, yeah. this voice was planted there, you know, and it isn't even just that. It was like, I struggled in jobs because even if I was doing a good job or even if I was learning really quickly, I always felt like I was never doing good enough mm. or well enough rather and that i was stupid i would and i mean that so sincerely i know like people may not know what's going on on the inside because i'm not telling them but i'm telling all of you right now and i'm telling you like that's something i have struggled with and you've seen me struggle with those things oh yeah and the other day when i had that realization about you know what would i be like if i would have been there for me um i would hope but that you know the outcome would be different obviously but i think it would be because i would love myself and i'm like well what would yeah what would i be like if i truly loved myself if i was there for me and i loved myself you know and it caught it really made me begin to like think of things differently and be like i'm not fat and if i need to lose weight like it's okay just lose weight but you're not fat you know you're okay and then you're not stupid like you learned another language and you you know have done xyz and you know, you're not stupid. Like you're not unintelligent. You confronted, you, know I mean? you confronted that inner saboteur and you, the outcome was what? No, like I'm, I'm awesome. I am a good person. I have a lot to add and I have a lot of value to give. And I should be proud of that because you know what? I do it with kindness and love in my heart because that's who I am. Yeah. And we do that to all of our other friends. Like think about it. Like you probably shower praise on your friend you look so good in that oh my goodness girl you'd be looking sexy oh you better work but why don't you do it to yourself exactly you know and it's like i got to that point and i I have to say like one like all of my friends (laughs) i know so many people right now who if they were listening to this they would be like oh zach like wow i i know what you're talking about (laughs) because i have i really have i've battled a lot of trauma and it, and it really did bring out a lot of ugly things throughout the healing process. And I think Austin and you have also gone through things, but you've also oh, been yeah. so patient with me through all of my stuff, you know? <laughs> Thank you, by the way. Oh my gosh. And I give that same sentiment right back to you. Thank you. I'm a lot, y'all. 
and I, and you Aww. you have been not, you, no, you're you, you're a little extra but in the you, good, best way right best you you way. saw me for who i i am period that's powerful you encouraged me to be me and when many people did not yeah and you know we went through a lot of stuff in indie before we came here but i think when we traveled together there were stressors fears emotions we we neither of us had ever experienced and i think that you know we put ourselves in a situation that really almost like a pressure cooker like pushed everything out yeah and like just made everything come out and it was like i don't know it's it was just like another layer of growth and development you know for both of us and i, I don't know it's like moving forward you know, something I, I've really been asking myself is like, okay, so what does that mean? What does all of this mean then? Like what? Now okay. What? You know, so one, I'm going to share something very personal with all of you. So I have not been in contact with my parents since January of last year. Basically, I cut yeah. communication with them because, you know, some particular things happened and there was hurt on both sides and I just stepped away completely from communicating with them. And just recently, you know, after coming through a lot of this and realizing, you know, a lot of the trauma that I've gone through, but then learning to forgive all of the people who traumatized me and myself, forgiving myself mm. for traumatizing me, um, I was like, you know what? I want to live an existence that is beautiful. Like, I want to be beautiful. And I want, and I think that that really means to forgive. Because forgiving is empathizing with others. And it, and when we learn to forgive others, it's like we're, we can pull, not pull it out of them, but we can encourage the best in people. We can love love them to be their most best authentic selves. Yeah. Showing them love. Like, let's let's all be honest. You know. Like, let's say it's a crazy, it is just a, a wild morning. You're driving to work. You know, you you've been stressed. You know, maybe you dropped off you know, the kids at daycare and it was really stressful and you drive and you're like, okay, I really want a coffee. I just really want a coffee. And you get up there and you go up to pay and the person goes, the person in front of you said that they really wanted you to have a wonderful day. So they paid for your coffee. And you know, it triggers, you know, the whole like, you know, paying it forward. But it's like that moment, even if from a complete stranger, you're like, man, whew, that felt good. But then think of all the other times. Think of the times when you felt beautiful like when you felt good when you felt happy that feeling that flutter yeah. and that flutter in your heart oh yeah and i think forgiveness is like the best feeling mm -hmm. you know i've i've realized i've hurt a lot of people like in my pain i yeah, think we all have too. yeah we we've all hurt someone when we were hurt and that's just the truth of being human yeah but how many of us have not been able to receive forgiveness because we haven't been truly sorry yet I, I came to that point and I was wow. like, I had a list of people, y'all, like a list. <laughs> and I was like, I need to say sorry. And mm -hmm. I need to apologize because that, that makes happiness. And then it, it and so I, I started talking to my parents and I, I laid my truth out to them and I asked for their forgiveness. And I also gave wow. them mine. And I said, you know what? And I, I want to move forward. And I think I want to do that with everyone. And it's just like moving forward and living in this place of gratitude I want, it's like, I don't want to spend any day or any amount of my energy causing myself or others more trauma. And if, you know, being a good person means legitimately helping others through their trauma or have a better life or live a better life, like in general, like 
if that's what it means to be a good person, I think that that's like what I want to be. You know, I think we both do. We came to that point where, you know, Austin and I have actually talked about this a lot. We're like, you know, we don't want to be rich, but if we had money and we had those resources, we would be bringing our friends over all the time or like helping others to fulfill their dreams Mm -hmm. because that just, it's it's amazing. It's a great feeling to be able to just be like, wow, I did something that was really big for my happiness. I invested in myself and here I am. You know, I want others to feel that way because we all know you've seen someone, you know, be able to get something that they really fought hard for. And it's a really beautiful thing to see them get it. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. And I think just from the diversity of the people I've met, we've met people here who are refugees. We live in a neighborhood that has a lot of refugees. And it's like you realize I don't care, you know where you're from, what continent, I don't care what religion you're from. I don't, what language I, you speak, I, what color your skin. Yeah, I, none of it matters. None of it matters when it regards you being able to be happy and being able to live a beautiful life and a beautiful existence. And to love someone. Yeah, we create too many reasons. It's so funny, actually, today, um, there was a meme that somebody posted online that I saw, and it was like showing that uh, one of those really wide highways in California Mm-hmm. And it was just filled with cars. And it was all about how, you know, the dream is to have a really expensive house and, you know, a really expensive car, but you have to pay for it and you have to go to your job and you have to sacrifice it and you have to sacrifice your time and you have to be stressed out all the time and you have to fight to keep your wealth and you have to always be on top and you have to take, you have to be suspicious of it, basically. Like, that's what it was saying. Like, but, you know, that's the dream. And I was like, man, that's sad if that's the dream. <laughs> yeah is that all we're aspiring to be <laughs> that's sad if that's the dream it's like sometimes i think like if humanity really did come together and if we really did use all of our gifts to ensure that every human being just had a great life it's Yo, like what would we imagine do imagine where we would be imagine right it's and i think just traveling around the world it's you see countries do certain things really well better than other countries but i've not found a single country that does anything perfect Oh no. Because they're all it, we're all people and I think that ultimately it just takes a lot of us to make a decision and say empathy is the cure. Empathy is the cure and and exposing humans to each other is literally the best thing you can do. Because mm-hmm. when you like if you really think about it it's like a lot of the people you know, that I grew up with or some of the people I knew in high school for example um you know they were very homophobic. Yeah. And then I came out as gay and some of them said some pretty nasty things. And you know what? I forgive them because the truth is they were taught those things. I was taught those things. I believe yeah. those things. Exactly. <laughs> it's like wrong to be gay and everything. But I realize now I'm like, they just believed a lie. They just believed something that told them it's okay to be mean or spiteful toward another human. Another human who's not doing anything but loving who they are and loving someone else. Like, it's not wrong. You know what I mean? And now it's like you talk to these same people who are homophobic then and they get to know you and they're like you know you're the only gay person i know and (laughs) you know how many i wonder how many gay people go through that because i know i went through that it's like oh or trans people or black people like you're the only x minority i know and you're really great well yeah i'm human and i'm pretty cool i'm not and what does and what does that do when you gain empathy for someone that beforehand you thought you hated, it changes your entire perspective. So literally, if people are like, well, how do we change the world? Well, you get everybody to co-mingle with one another. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say something you could someone could do today is to 
uh, you know, I was saying, I've been thinking this in my head, like a love letter to those I've hurt. And when it comes from love and you're, you're and you provide that forgiveness and you reach out to somebody that, you know, you've hurt and it, we all have done it. We literally will continue to do it and to forgive and to love and apologize. But I, that's a practice. It's a muscle you have to use. And yeah, that's and because we, I think that the reason why we keep, I think, we keep talking about it and talking about forgiveness is because I think that was something that both you and I had to do a lot over the past year because we, there were moments when we got sharp with each other. There were moments that of stress moments when pain came out and we would constantly have to say, I'm, Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I did not mean that. And I think it also made us have to like question why. And yeah, I think ultimately it, it is wild when you really think about it, like for humans, to live a good life, it really only requires one thing. And that's like, well, I guess it's two, but love and respect Mm -hmm. is like, if we think about it, like it sounds so simple, but it's like, I think about every human we've encountered so far and the people we've befriended. It didn't matter where they're from. We have, you know, friends from South Africa, from France, all over Israel, South America. Yeah. Everywhere. And it's like, what, what brought us together? We're also different. You know, we may speak different languages. We may, whatever, how, what brought us together and it was this mutual feeling of love and respect it was the yeah. love the love helped us to accept and to nurture and to see beauty in and then i think respect helps us to you know if we have any of those prejudices just to at first be like you know what but i'm going to treat this human with kindness regardless mm-hmm. yeah we're all here you know? for a good time why not just be nice to each other during the <laughs> yes, good time? Yes, we're boiling it down. We're all here for a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking of all the people we've met just all over the world. It's like, why are we here? Well, we're here for a good time and just to love on each other and to... Isn't that... Yeah, and it's like when you really think about it, like yeah. we're humans just like any other creature on this earth. Like we... Living in harmony is a beautiful thing. You know, protecting one another, another is a beautiful thing. And, you know, I... I'm, I love doing this and it is fun to meet Americans abroad because, you know, when you meet somebody who's from the United States and they meet, uh, like when we connect with each other, it is kind of fun to like reconnect on those things that we have in common. Those oh my gosh, commonalities, right? You know? Yes, those are so fun. It also does point out some of like our own personal flaws. Oh, no tea, goodness. no shade. Oh, we're all tea, all shade. No. <laughs> all tea, all shade. No, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful to be able to just see that, you know, actually like there's a really, there, there's a metaphor that actually paints what you just said, uh, like in a much better way. The other night we were at a party, like birthday party for a young woman that we met from Turkey. That was the good time I was thinking it about, was by the way. so fun. Um, but she's from Turkey. And at the party, there were a lot of people who were from Italy, Israel, España. Portugal, Spain, like just Chile, like everywhere, like it, it, the United States. Like it was just like everywhere. It was so amazing because we mm. were all in this room. And we are all just having such a good time with each other. And were there language barriers? Absolutely. True. But there was so much love and so much mutual respect. And I thought, I was like, man, if we, like, if the whole world were was like what's happening in this room, then, you know, scientists wouldn't, <laughs> it's true, scientists would be, and engineers and all of these geniuses would just come together and say, you know what, like, let's put all of our attention toward building a better life for everyone Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's like when you think about that i don't know i just it gives me hope though like i i do have such profound hope i think 
because of everything that's been going on in the world, everything we went through in the past few years, like I had gotten to a point where I was like, and I'm sure a lot of people are out there literally going, what is going on with humanity? Like, is there hope? What is, is there, is what, there even hope? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's scary. Some of the things we see are scary to us and it's traumatizing. And imagine being a child right now mm. and imagine the whole, like the co- like COVID and the pandemic and all the people who are lost and you know, the war that's going on. It's just things like that, that you're like, is there hope? But the more humans I meet, the more hope I have. Ooh, I didn't because, even think of that. Because yeah, I, th- I wow. think sometimes if just the people I've met, if we all came together and we tried to solve these problems one at a time and we helped bring others into the fold by empathizing with them and being kind to them, by like inspiring them, empowering them, encouraging them. Like think about how the world would change. And so that's like what I have to hold on to. And I know a lot of people listen to things like that and they're like, oh, well, that sounds very na- naive and very, what are you, then what's the alternative? Like what's the let alternative? It get worse. Yeah. That's, letting that's, it get worse. Like what, that's what people are saying the when they say that. It's like, if you always compare yourself to something that's worse, like, well, you know, we're getting better in this regard. People have been saying that for years, ever since I was a child, you know, people were like, oh, you know, it's getting better. Like, let's be really honest. When we talk about racism in America, like people are like, oh, well, you know, it is better than it used to be. You should be comparing it to like the best case scenario. And that means no people getting murdered because of skin color. That means no discrimination. That means no wealth gap. That means none of that. And it's like a wild to me, you know, just that we are always like, well, you know, it was worse before. And I'm like, let's compare it to what's the best. And I think mm-hmm. by living in Ireland, I was like, ooh, okay, the Irish do this really, really well. Living in Italy, I was like, ooh, they know how to live life and they know how to make a really good cup of coffee. Okay. <laughs> and the best food. <laughs> okay. And I'm also like, wow, in Croatia, they really know how to have a balance with nature and have a good work-life balance, but also like they're kind, they're genuinely kind and very hardworking. And it's like, wow, if you just see these attributes in each of these societies and you brought it all together, we could do it. And I think that's what America was supposed to be sometimes. Sometimes I do think, I mean, there's a lot of horrible like history in that, but I think when these countries happen where there's, you know, immigrants come to it and we're trying to bring all these beautiful ideas together, it's like, we could do it. I really believe we could. I have, I have hope because we've met a lot of people in our travels so far and I see such beauty in people. Mm. I see such kindness, such empathy. Like we've been in situations where, you know, a stranger came up and literally like you got attacked once and a stranger came up and took care of you and literally gave you his sweatshirt. Oh yeah. It's just like, wow, that's beautiful. And it's like, I wish that we could encourage that side of humanity. You know, I think instead because other things are considered to be more important, like wealth gain or, you know, being part of a system or whatever. It's like we encourage people to be more ruthless than kind to be dishonest than honest because we teach like all humans are flawed. Right. But it's like, man, like it it probably does sound naive to be like, you know, the whole world, we could all be a much kinder people. We could heal from our trauma. I mean, it would have to take a massive collective approach, but I mean, it it could happen. It could. And I don't know. I, I think this got really deep, but I think this process and this year abroad was deep. Like y'all, it was really deep. (laughs) Some moments we were like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Huh? <laughs> what have we done? Yeah. But it's been beautiful. And now we're here yeah. in Germany. 
And now we are starting this life and, and beginning to like be planted and to beginning like to grow. And I'm so excited for the future. I'm so excited. I'm just really excited to see what happens. Um, now that we're here, you know, we're going to continue to travel around Europe. We actually are getting ready to go to Malta this uh, weekend. So, ooh. <laughs> more places to talk about experiences yes. to share uh and my sister is then coming in a few weeks and we're going to take a little trip to switzerland and to france so oh. we'll keep traveling and we'll keep meeting these people meeting these beautiful humans and, and this truly feels like the next chapter in our life in so many ways and i'm excited to continue to share the love and the stories and you know us you know with us there's never a dull moment okay no and we want to it's and we in the next couple of years we want to just keep traveling and keep experiencing and keep having these like encounters with people from all over the world yeah you know i can't wait for us to go to africa for the first time i'm so excited to go Ooh, to africa or asia or yeah i'm so okay. excited yes absolutely i'm i'm absolutely stoked about it so Oh, that was a lot. How do you feel? Let's Pretty do a good. little check in. <laughs> <laughs> Got check. I feel good. You did say everyone needed therapy and you highly recommended it. And that felt like some good, good therapy. I hope, you know, for everyone who has listened through this, that you're able to expel some of your anger, some of your frustration and just take our words and take our yeah. experience and our love because we're truly sending it to you through what through your earphones through whatever if you're in the car if you're at work wherever you if are you if you're at home. blasting this on speakerphone because you a baddie you are a baddie <laughs> and we are loving you through it <laughs> yeah i mean really stepping back like all of the net if you look at the world is like two different ways like negative or positive it's like the positives are the truth about you you're beautiful you're amazing. You're good enough. You are more than good enough. Oh my gosh. Every human being has just the most beautiful amount of possibilities within themselves. Mm. And it's so cool. We can learn new languages, learn new skills, you know, reproduce other humans and raise them to be so empowered and feel so loved. We can Let do their these sparkle things. Shine. Yeah, we can. And it's like when you really think about that, I don't care like who you are. It, you're beautiful and you're wonderful and mm -hmm. you deserve a happy life. I just think that that's in this like season two podcast episode. Um, I just want to start off with a bang and by just by saying like, you're incredible. You're mm -hmm. beautiful. You're human. I mean, now I'm like, okay, the human vibe, we got the name and we were like, okay, you know, how do we tie this in? And then we go through living abroad for a year. And I think we found out what the human vibe is. Mm -hmm. The human vibe is love and it's Ooh. respect. Everybody the, say love. Love, baby. No, and it's true. It is. That's what it's about. The human vibe is all love, all respect, all kindness, all sincerity, all honesty. That's what it is. It is the thing that makes us smile. It's the thing that makes us beautiful, feel beautiful, that makes us feel important and feel heard and feel wanted. That's the truth. And we found it. I feel like we found it. We found it because we traveled and we saw people from all these backgrounds, all of these, you know, yeah. upbringings. And we realized, whoa, 
this is what it is. We all want the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's the human vibe. It really is. And we're sharing it with y'all. We are. So come on. We're, again, we're going to keep traveling. We're going to keep bringing our, our stories, our humor. We're going to keep... wiener dog. We're going to be talking about schnitzel. He's always going to be, you know... <laughs> oh, and by the way, speaking of schnitzel, really quickly, since we're coming to the end of this episode, please follow us on social. Um, oh my gosh, yes. If you want to see photos, our personal Instagram is at Zach and Austin. And our uh, Human Vibe podcast, which is going to be a little bit more centered around themes on this podcast, is at underscore the Human Vibe underscore. Yeah. So if you want to just to be blasted with love and good vibes and pretty photos and wiener dogs. Lots of schnitzel. Absolutely. Give us a follow. Yes. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I really appreciate you having this conversation with me. I know that, you know, sometimes these things are difficult to talk about because society makes us feel like we should be shamed to talk about such honest open things Mm. but not here honey but not here not Not in this bedroom (laughs) we are slash recording studio (laughs) we're in our bedroom (laughs) in in Mannheim in germany (laughs) but we love you all very very much thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode please share it with people if you think that you know of somebody who you know would would like to listen to this, would, you know, feel a little bit of good energy and maybe they need it, feel free to send this because uh, yes. yeah, send we just some want, love. We want to share love with as many people. I'm sprinkling it, baby. All right, baby. Um, well, as we always say, remember to chase your happiness. And thanks for vibing with us. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>